Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound Pickups. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast, the podcast where we are on. That's the tagline. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. We've got a really fantastic show tonight, today, wherever you are. Uh, we're featuring, it, it, we have a, a, a split personality of sorts. That's what we're featuring on the show today. And um, split personality, who might you be? Uh, my name is Doug Christ. I am the, uh, as I call it, the head muckety muck at 37 effects. And? Maker of- um, well, yeah, I've also got a couple of podcasts I do. <laughs> I am a co-host of the Masters of the Cinematic Universe podcast. We do deep dives into movies. And I'm also a co-host of the Just Surprise Me podcast. Um, and then to wrap it up, I am also a uh, Patreon of these fine gentlemen. That's yes, right. You are. I've been for a very yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah. So you're a, you're more like a... a Oh, what's the um, what's the dragon with all the heads? The Hydra. Hydra. You're more a Hydra. Right. You're a Hydra. Yeah, I got a lot going on <laughs> late in life. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's good. That's good. Uh, I may have to talk to you about that film podcast later. Um, right. <clears throat> I'm a junkie, so not a, you know, not you know, but film junkie. Just to be clear, not other well, kind of junkie. But <laughs> I'll lay it out there real quick. There's an open invitation if you want to do an episode. Oh man, I would love to. I would love to. All right. See how I just invited myself on your show? (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. We'd be be thrilled to have you. So yes, open invitation for any of you, all three of you. No, not that. Me. Okay. Doug, what's your favorite favorite movie? Uh, We just did that. Uh, Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke? Oh, that is an awesome movie. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But but what's number two? That's the big question. uh, See, this is what... This is difficult because I generally don't number things. Cool Hand Luke is the only one I'll number. I've got like a top 10 and yeah. a top 15. And what was the first thing that break. came to your mind when I asked that? Uh, okay. Uh, Tombstone. Ooh, good one. Love that flick too. Just I, it's so I would love to have a tattoo that says the, uh, you know, I'm your Huckleberry. Oh, man. Well, what a fantastic there's a, line. There's a story to that later in the podcast. So oh, look excellent. At hey, Jared, how many hard-boiled eggs can you eat? <laughs> That depends. <laughs> How many chickens are there? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can eat right, 50 yes. eggs. Uh, anyways, well, fantastic. This is going to be yes. super duper fun. Um, we're going to talk to Doug about his um, pedal endeavor. And then also we want to hear from him as a, uh, as a longtime patron on uh, of the show. And uh, we're actually going to be featuring... Uh, some other ones, I think I've mentioned that already, but uh, specifically, we're going to be reaching out to our grand poobahs and getting them uh, uh, on the show and just talk to them because their they're, uh, enth- enthusiasm uh, for the guitar community, pedals, effects, amps, people, all reaching out, talking to, constantly talking to people is infectious and needed and welcomed. So uh, tonight we've got uh, one of those special peoples on. So here we go. We're going to get moving along with a few announcements. And we need to thank. Road. Road. 
Now, see, Jared, I was wondering if you're going to do the rolly bit, and you didn't. And I, I appreciate that you're like, hey, I'm going to throw out a curveball here. That's you mean fine. like this? <laughs> yes, thank you. We do need to thank Road for providing the Roadcaster Pro and the Procaster mics. Uh, fantastic stuff that we got from these chaps down in uh, Australia. So thank yeah. you very much. It keeps us I going. love it. I love the microphones. I love the articulating arms. And I love the podca- Procaster, Podcaster Pro. Pro. What is it? Wow, you really put your big Pro- toe in that one, didn't you? Pro- this Pro- much. Whatever it is. Roadcaster Pro. Roadcaster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at three other empty mics here at my table, which I'm very sad about. Well, mic stands anyways. Ah. Uh, So we also have, we got, we got a a really fantastic uh, letter, Jared. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. That's your cue. Remember from last one, you were supposed to think of something new. Okay. You got me. I'll do one. I got it already. All right. We got a great letter. Uh, okay. Mail call. Well, it doesn't. Mm. Mm. Is that too yeah. simple? You can do better than that, Jared. Yeah. Give I give that try. a three. Yeah. Mail call. <laughs> one more. Give it one more. WKRP on. in Cincinnati <laughs> here. What's going on? <laughs> three. Okay, Come on, here we go. <laughs> we want a mail call. Oh, no, golly. This oh, no, 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 no. We're going downhill fast. Yeah. Oof. All right. We have a mail call. <laughs> no, I don't Stop. Like <laughs> about the... We got a mail call for you. <laughs> Army, Navy, Air Force, We'll stop there. We'll stop there. I can't take it anymore. All right. <clears throat> All right. So let me uh, just share this with y'all real quick. Like, this is from Claudio Cuna. Uh, this says, Howdy from below the equator, which is a really funny subject uh, line. Um, <laughs> it says, uh, Hey there, knobs. Claudio Cuna here, longtime listener from Brazil. Brazil. Just wanted to point out that you guys help a lot to get through this troubled times of late. How things have changed. I have memories of driving to work, listening to the podcast when the commute was a thing. Ten months later, I listened to you guys while grinding my morning coffee, getting ready for home office duties. In a way, we are going through this together. And when things settle to a new version of normal life, travel included, I'll have the house open to welcome you to some tropical weather jared will love the food hope you guys have a great year w- full of warm tubes catch catch back with you later <laughs> nice i mean That's if that super. doesn't flip and yep. make your heart get real big and smile i don't know what will thank you, you so heard. much claudio for sending that I believe Jared is familiar with the Brazilian steakhouses. Are you not, Jared? Uh, they are with him. That's the one where you have the unlimited food, of course. Yeah. How many have you? How many, how many have you been banned from? Yeah. Uh, they bring. Uh, they bring Jared. Uh, that's on a baseball bat. You promise not to bring that up. I'm sorry. He's uh, never tapped out. Yeah. No, for real though. In reality, Wolf of Wolf Tone Pickups. Oh, that's right. That's you right. You can out eat me any wow. day. I've never. He's not a very big person, but the dude. I don't know how he does it. 
He's just, <laughs> he should be a professional. I think he has uh, two hollow legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he go he goes to that place, and I swear, I I thought they were going to run out of meat. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable. That's great. I yeah, I was like getting sick just watching him eat that much. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of those places. Those 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 uh. Brazilian steakhouses where you go and you're like, this is the best thing. And then after about 15 minutes, you're like, this is the worst. This is bad. This is <laughs> not good. Again. And <laughs> then the next day, you pay a big you still price. smell like it days later. Yeah. You smell like a Brazilian barbecue. For My yeah. wife says you get to meat sweats. Do they oh, have yeah, a lot of Brazilian out. barbecues up there, Sully? Uh, yes, they do, Sully. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, um, it's a it's a combination. I mean, we've got uh, there's a very large Portuguese population in mm. my neck of the woods, and they do a very similar style with the barbecue. So it's it's uh, nice. I I love it. I love having the availability to it because I do enjoy it every now and then. I'm afraid to know how much barbecue chicken and barbecue brisket I could eat. I just I'm afraid to know. <laughs> so with the chickens, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yep. Well, anyways, um, lots of Brazilian barbecue jokes. Thanks, Claudio, for sending that. We really appreciate it. Um, I'm sure we're going to hear more from him. And we'll, in we'll the be down. We'll be down in maybe next fall. Yes. Brazil. Right on. Okay. We need to move on to what's going on in our music worlds this week, gentlemen mm. and Tony. Okay. Um, of course. So we, <laughs> we'll kick it off with Tony Baloney and then uh, head on over to Doug. Well, let's see. So this week I've been making friends with uh, uh, something new. Um, I was helping our good friend John Fintel at Relay Recording pick out a Voxy style amplifier. Mm-hmm. And John actually got the best deal in the world. He, uh, he managed to pick up a... Uh, Dr. Z Moz 38, uh, which is to me, that's the quintessential Dr. Z amplifier. It's basically a, an AC 30 on steroids, uh, two by 12 cabinet. And he just got it for a song. And in our discussions, we had been talking about, um, uh, reverb tube reverb heads, uh, in the 60s, Fender had a separate tube reverb head that you plugged into, and then that went into a, you know, a showman or a twin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's that's the quintessential um, surf sound. Um, and uh, in searching uh, various places for uh, for the Doctor Z uh, Moz 38, I stumbled across a. Um, uh, Dr. Z Z verb, which is the Dr. Z's version of the Fender, um, tube head. Um, so it's a tube reverb unit sounds incredible. Um, I, mine is a, is an older unit. So it's, it's a, it's a little bit different. There's a couple of weird <laughs> things about it. That's funny. If you stack them, um, the older units have an issue with, uh, the reverb tank picking up the uh, um, the electro or the uh, electromagnetic hum from the transformers below, so you kind of have to keep the that the head off to the side. Uh, Z has since uh, flipped the control, flipped basically the tank to the top of the the unit uh, on newer things, but 
but I, I really, mine, mine's really cool. It's got blonde Tolex and, and it sounds just like, uh, you know, a tube, tube reverb unit. So I'm very happy about that. Very, very cool indeed. Nice. I had the pleasure of plugging into that when I got to the studio last week. And I was actually really afraid for my ears. John had that thing turned up so loud. <laughs> and so even with the master volume, I was like, my goodness, it thing is so loud, so yep. loud. But man, did it sound good. Yep. Ooh. I instantly said, well, now apparently I have to get, a, you know, like a Maz 18 because like the, I, there's no way I could do that one, but wow. Yeah. Well, the 18 is a nice one too, but the, yeah, like I said, the 38 is definitely, I mean, if you like the, the AC 30 sound, um, and you want an American made right here in Cleveland, Ohio, or near Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. They're uh, handmade. They're, we, we watched them being made yep. by hand. This is, yep. which means that they're easy to repair. And actually Rob, Rob Chafe, who we've had on uh, several times, uh, we asked him, you know, pound for pound, all of the amps that you've ever repaired, like, what is the bit? I, I, we couldn't even finish the sentence. And he said, Dr. Z. Yep. So, wow. Yeah. Anyhow, cool. Thanks, Tony. No worries. Doug, what's going on in your music world? All right. So I, uh, I stepped into, for me, some uncharted territory this week. I decided to go low and got my first bass and bass amp. Whoa. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm relatively new back in the game. We can talk about that maybe a little later, but um, I'm still doing a lot of exploration. I mean, we all do. It doesn't matter how long you've been playing, but uh, I decided it was time. I mean, I'm a, I'm a self-professed mediocre guitar player, so I, <laughs> I felt it's always time to be a mediocre bass player. Um, and I have a long way to go to even get that far with it because, you know, um, I learned very quickly that it's it's a different animal, you know. it's It's ah. got strings and it feels the same, but uh, it's different. Fine. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm having a great time with it. So um, what'd you get? I, I, I kept it simple. I went with the the, the Ibanez Talman, the 100. Yeah. Um, and I got uh, the Ampeg 110, the the 40 watt with a 10 inch speaker. You know, just enough to, to to make it loud. But you know, I'm playing in the house, so that's all I needed. Um, yeah, you know, those th those Talman bases have been incredibly popular. I, I probably have made. <sighs> 50 guards in the last year uh for for you know the various the tmb 100 300 yep. tens uh, they're and they're they're really nice instruments they are for the price you can't beat it i mean and so you so i'm just confirming you have a template for that then i do but here's the, <laughs> as i warn everyone um and whether it's a squire ibanez whatever even fenders even gibsons it's always best to send in the, the yeah. guard because screw holes are off. Right. right. Can, can differ a little bit. So it's always best to send the original one in. Well, we might be talking soon cause I can't help but tinker. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, that, that's, that's been my thing this week. I've been playing it. I got it Monday. Uh, I've been playing it, you know, since I haven't, I haven't touched a guitar actually in a few days. So, um, I'm having fun. So, right. you know, yeah, it's just something new, but, uh, you know, that'll allow me to, to test, you know, pedals on, on bass as well as guitar and, you know, maybe even focus on something like that down the road. We'll see. Nice. Yeah. It was good. Right week. on. Right on. Yeah. I, I, I like that, uh, that body style on a bass. I think it's cool. It's, it mixes it up a little bit without being goofy. 
Yeah, it's almost it's it's sort of offsetish, but not really, not fully. But yeah, I, I definitely you know I was drawn to it when I saw it. Uh, f- for that doesn't reason. look anything like a Novo. Yeah, and it's also got a, uh, a shorter scale too, does it not? No, this one's the full. This is a thirty-four. Yeah, oh. they have the, they do sell. They have the micro, but this is the the full size. Okay, yeah. cool. Right on, Jared. How about yourself? Oh, a couple of things. Um, for one, I decided to get me a twenty-nine pedals unipedal. Ooh, man! Nice. Uh, yeah, I am looking forward to hearing that. Me too. And all the ones that, all the first gen that he did are all, I believe they're all sold. And, yeah. you know, you might find one down the line and whatever, but I, I got a newer one and I'm okay with that. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And and uh, the other next thing is my buddy Brian Rapico, uh lives around our parts, actually lives quite uh, west of us. Um he sent me a song to work on. Uh, he's, it was a drummer in a, in a band I was in maybe 10, 15, oh, I don't know, 10 years ago. Great talented drummer. Um, so I felt really, uh, humbled that he sent me some stuff that he's been writing and it sounds really cool. So hmm. I think I'm going to work with him. The other, the other project I was in, we kind of put that down for a while. Um, mainly because of COVID and stuff, and and uh, so we probably won't get together for uh, a long while. Um, so this other thing with Brian is kind of a new spark, and uh, feels good when someone's like, "Hey, man, I did this thing. Check it out." It kind of, you know, it's I. I'm by no means am a professional guy. Like I wouldn't survive in Nashville, but I guess I know enough to get myself in trouble. So it's very humbling when somebody sends me something they wrote and they took the time to record. Uh, but one thing that I have to do is download Pro Tools to be able to add on to his project. Mm. So wow, that's expensive. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's like thirty-two bucks a month or something. Or oh, you um, can get it per month. Yeah, per month. Yeah, they're doing that's subscriptions good. on those now. I have a focus right and that comes with i think 32 months of uh that but i don't i have to somehow mm. remember how to redeem that um to get that but i i think i'm gonna do that and and uh see if i can work that enough to record a some guitar tracks so that's that's pretty much what's going on right now and uh and uh the rewind time uh, show is going really well. It's it's a really short show, but uh, that's people the, are digging. That's it. the selling point. <laughs> yeah, it's it won't take your time. Just listen you to it. Real to quick. For long. <laughs> Literally. So I mean, I, I everybody knows I have a hard time conveying. You, you anything do a great job on that. Anyway, oh, so. definitely. And no, it's 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 cool. Yeah, it's a great way for people to get to know you beyond this. I, I, I think it's a it's I think it's a really great idea that you had there. Thank you. You're so yeah. that's going okay. So uh yeah, it's about All it. Right man. on. Nice uh, and exciting. What about you? I have I've got well What about kinda, you, Todd? I thank you. I, I have a uh a I've got a good birthday coming up this year. And um my wife was like, So what you know, what do you want to do? And I said, Well, 
I I would really like to uh I'd like to I think I'd like to get some guitar gear. And she's like, Well what do you mean? And because <laughs> I, I actually really don't afford yeah. myself much of that because I got, you know, a lot of responsibilities. Got, yeah. You know, three kids and That's a true. house and all that business and so uh it's um I'm I've just I've spent a lot of time looking around. Let me just say that. Mm. Yeah. So I am I'm just soaking it all in right now and you know as a result of the show I have exposure to a lot of people that we've had on the show whose guitars uh, and such that I'm like you know it's just fun. It's kind of like, well, someone gets to go maybe looking around here. I don't know what that means yet. Maybe nothing. <laughs> Who knows? Because she doesn't have anything idea, any idea how much anything costs. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's that's okay. a great I'll idea t- until the numbers drop. Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. tell her later. Yeah. So <laughs> That's the best way well, to do it. Here's what I think is kind of cool, is to have a guitar that was made in your birth year. Mm, hey, that's a great idea. I, oh, yeah, I, I remember the first time I picked up a 19... <laughs> uh, uh, guitar. And I said, damn, this thing is as old as I am. And it's still in one piece, <laughs> unlike yeah. myself. Um, so that's oh, my suggestion. That's a great idea. I have one. You do? Yes. Is that, uh, does uh, everybody uh, have uh, one? Uh, I, do I just not know about uh, this? I'm so old. I, I can't afford a guitar. No, no I meant <laughs> yeah, I, I had one that's Tony's birth year. Oh, Oh, yes, that you do. That's Paul, I believe. Yeah. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> Wowzers. Favorite well, anyways, one? needless to say, I, a benefit of this has been I've been exposed to a lot of of guitars that I'm not ne- that I hadn't necessarily been looking for or looking at, which is really cool. Um, lots of different obscure models and new builders and stuff. So, yeah. It's been it's been fun. It's been fun. I highly That's recommend cool. just kind of going like I'm going to look for a thing, and then just going down that rabbit hole just for fun. Why not? Right? We all got mm-hmm. time now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um. All right. So let's do some uh, some of this over here. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. Hey, Jared. Yes, Tony. Did I hear you right earlier that you bought one of those uh, unipedals from Twenty Nine Pedals? Absolutely, man. How are you going to make that fit onto your pedal board? Well, I got to squeeze it in there somehow, but uh, I know I'm going to use Stewart Gear Designs flat pedal cables to uh, mm-hmm. make it happen. Uh, they start under six bucks, like five fifty or something like that. That sounds outstanding. That is yeah. mighty cool. And you know where you can get those really easy? They ship mighty fast. Go to tourgeardesigns.com forward slash discount forward slash the guitar knobs and not only will they get there fast but you're going to save 10 percent on your entire order nice any cable that they have you just put them all in your basket and then you get the cables and then you put them on your board and it's a fantastic gift for yourself or for somebody else so check that out tourgeardesigns.com forward slash discount forward slash the guitar knobs and get that 10 percent off all right doug Founder of 37 Effects and many other things. Give us your four on the floor. All right, here we go. I've been I've been looking forward to this. Uh, so we're going to start off with a treble boost because I love putting a treble boost into so many different pedals. Um, my favorite treble boost is the Cattle and Bread Naga Viper. 
Um, I love the versatility of that, that pedal. You that know, has it's, been it's, on several times. I, it, it makes sense. It only makes sense. It is, it is such a great treble boost because it's got more than just a treble boost. You've got the heat and, and, and the range and the boost. I think those are the three knobs. Um, so you can, you can have it do a lot of different things. Um, you know, you know, just playing through it or again, parking it in front of other pedals, it just enhances the sound. Um, and I absolutely love, I absolutely love it. So I, I recently got a, uh, an AC 15, which is my favorite amp of all time. Not that I've played a lot <laughs> in my musical rebirth, but um, the Vox is is me. Um, and playing that treble boost through that Vox is absolute beauty for me. So, Which, which model AC-15 did you get? Uh, this, yeah, oh, come on. They put me on the spot here because I'm like supposed to know that. It's the C1. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, C, C, yeah. C. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, those are, those are yeah. great amplifiers. I'm I'm so impressed. I mean, I've I've had I've had a few Fenders. I had the 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 bass breaker, and I've I've had a Blues Junior, and I love those. Um, but this thing t speaks to me. Like it, it's it's me. It's my it's the music I want to play, and even just the noodling <laughs> sounds great. Um, so yeah, I absolutely love that amp. Um, so yeah, so that's number one. Uh, we, number you two know, is just a, real quick yeah. on the Catlin bread tip here. Um, I've try, I've, uh, talked to them before. I tried to get them on a show and it didn't yeah. work out at the time. So I'm going to have to hit them back again. Cause yeah, uh, they need to be on the show. Stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I, I could have four of their pedals on, on the board and be happy with it. Yeah. Um, the, their stuff is so been good around a long so. time too yes yeah definitely so um all right so number two is one of also one of your favorites you've had on a bunch of times is lollygagger effects canalia oh yeah um that was the first of that style overdrive that i ever bought um you know became friends with sean sean wright shout out a beautiful dude there's there's nothing i can say i can't say enough about that man um yeah. he, he is giving and just a great dude to talk to about whether it's pop culture current events or pedals great dude um so the canalia i got that thing um obviously drawn to it for the looks i mean talk about a unique looking pedal mm -hmm. you can't get more unique than that um and then you plug it a, in oh, no God. exactly that's the thing it's a work of art visually but then you know you listen to this thing and and play it and you can go from zero to five thousand that's the thing yeah. you can use it as a mild overdrive and then just you know blow your amp up with it um it's a dragster in a box yes it is it is and it, it yeah it's a beautiful pedal absolutely love it and to go back to the naga viper put that in front of a canalia and it sings I mean, ooh, the thing ooh, just, that's a great combo. See, that's, that's what hooked me on the trouble boost. Honestly, is when I pop, when I pop that in front of the Canalia and then I hit it and I was like, okay, this is it. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, what, so, no, what, what color is your treble boost? Or I'm sorry, uh, your Canalia. Sorry. My bad. It is, it is red. I actually, I had the denim, um, but I had to sell that one due to circumstances. We've all been through that. Um, and I reacquired it, uh, through a trade with friend, uh, uh, Will Lehu, I love you, buddy. Um, re reacquired it. He was looking for. He was actually getting a custom. I think I think it was a one of Sean's new custom blues or greens. I'm not sure. So he was looking to move his old one. So we we struck up a trade. So I, mine is red now, and absolutely love it. That's nice. awesome. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So number three is, uh, you know, I've mentioned in the past a thousand times that it's funny. I, you know, my fat guy little code is a fuzz, but I'm not the biggest fan of fuzz. But one of the fuzzes that I am a big fan of is the Daredevil uh, pedals, Northern Creeper. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's just... It's just old school rock and roll noise. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah. I, it's another pedal I can't say enough good things about. You know, you turn that on, and it allows me to make the music I like to play. You know, it may be crappy when I play it, not the pedal, but me. <laughs> but the noise that comes out of my amp thrills me and excites me when I use that pedal. Yeah, I mean, it's a great looking pedal. Johnny makes some right? fantastic looking pedals. He, you know, he's an original. He is he is a unique dude. Um, I love listening to him. Uh, he was on your show, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's been on your show. I listen to him on the Tone Jerks. He's got a unique perspective on things, and he just seems like, you know, he's the guy I want to hang out with. I want to sit down and have a beer with Johnny because it's got to be the best time, you know, because he's super knowledgeable. He's old school rock and roll like me, and, you know, it, it's uh, – it would just be cool, but the Northern Creeper. Um, and then last but not least, to get away from drives and fuzzes, it's, believe it or not, the only, it's not, now it's not the only boss pedal I've owned, but it's the first boss pedal I bought for myself, which is the DD8, the digital delay. Um, I got it because, again, as a home player, you know, I'm not trying to impress anybody but myself. Um, some people have their beefs about digital delays and I understand that I've owned some analogs and I agree that, you know, for what they do, they, they, they do sound however you want to phrase it more, more pure or better, but the versatility of the DD eight is what I was looking for. I mean, it's got a looper in it. It's not the best looper, but it's a looper that I can use. You know, it, it, it's got a bit of an ambient wash to it that you can set up. It's got tape delay. So it's got a lot of different things you can mess around with when I'm doing my noodling. Um, so it, it ties in well with the other pedals that are on its own. Um, you know, um, so yeah, that's, that's my four. That's what I got. Right on. I can get behind that a hundred percent. And yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a lot of good rock and roll sound going on in there, man. I, I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Excellent. Uh, thank you for sharing your four on the floor, man. Let's, uh, get on with talking to you about some other stuff. Let's do it. Uh, thanks for, thanks for not leaving, Doug. We appreciate it. Um, It takes more than that to scare me off. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had an Irish goodbye yet and this, this would have been the perfect opportunity to do so, I suppose. Uh, so anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we have Doug Chris, the founder of 37 effects. We just, uh, I did actually just featured, uh, that on a one minute wonder on the Instagram. If you want to check that out while you're, you know, listening along and, um, he's got this fantastic little fuzz pedal, little mini fuzz, and it just sounds really, really great. And we want to find out how you got yourself into making these, um, and some of the, uh, some of the inspiration behind, you know, that big endeavor. So yeah. Have you always been, uh, electronically inclined? Um, Yes, I, I would say yeah. Um, I, I have a, a an electronics uh, certificate degree that's thirty five years old, so the rust is still very thick. On wow! It. So back in the day, that's uh, you know I, I did go to school for that. Um, ended up becoming a copier tech, so 
the electronics went out the window. They convince you when they hire you that you're going to use the electronics, but that's all nonsense. (laughs) 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 All you're doing is carrying a vacuum and getting your hands dirty. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Uh, So yeah, I've definitely always been that way. Um, I... I, I've said before, I, I thank my father and my grandfather for instilling the joy of tinkering in me. Um, they were both tinkerers in their own way. My grandfather, he worked for Sperry. They were a, you know, a defense contractor, among other things, back during World War II and before World War II. And um, I mean, he built, he built a transistor radio for my dad from scratch with like Bakelite sides and, you know, all, all the guts and it worked. It, it I was able to use it. That's how well he built it. <laughs> mm. um, you know, so he did that. My dad, my dad's focus was cars, but he could also build anything. Like if he came up with an idea for something, he could build it. And, um, you know, some of that stuck. Some of that didn't with me just cause I'm generally a lazy person, <laughs> but, um, you know, so yeah, that, that, that love for tinkering came from them. And, um, when I got back into playing guitar, I, I took, again, about a 30-year hiatus for no other reason than I'm not smart. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I just put, I put it down after college and didn't pick it up. And I have no reason, good reason why. And it's probably, you know, one of the biggest regrets of my life. But um, about three years ago, you know, the bug hit me big time. And my wife for my birthday um, let me get a guitar. So I've got, you know, it's like 2017. Mm-hmm. I got back into it and, uh, you know, started playing again, um, started listening to the gear podcast. You guys were the first ones. Um, Yay. yeah, yeah, it was cool. I had just started getting into podcasts. Um, and you know, the natural progression when playing the guitar is to look for gear related podcasts and it came across the guitar knobs and I've been a fan ever since. I mean, so we sure appreciate um, that. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it has a lot to do with my path, the, the path that I've taken definitely is listening to, to your cast and the other and the other casts, but, you know, especially yours in the sense that, you know, the 101s and just, you know, the small and large builders that you've had on, mm-hmm. you know, it's a big influence when you listen to that stuff. And, you, you know, it helped me believe in myself at a time, maybe when I wasn't doing a good job at that. Um, so, you know, again, started playing got uh got the bug i I, i've always wanted to build a guitar i just don't have the the physical resources right now to do that the tools the space things like that so the next logical thing to think about was pedals i mean you could do that on a kitchen table which is where i started Mm -hmm. so you know bought some kits and you know like i said that rust from that electronics degree started falling off a little bit and I, at least i remembered you know what a resistor and a capacitor were <laughs> and uh, started building stuff and you know um i think that the fact that you know when i built my first pedal it worked right out of the gate and that most of the pedals um after that did you know that that obviously is a confidence builder um and then it, it led you know this year being in quarantine I, for me, I was lucky. I, I, my, I switched positions within my company that allowed me to work remotely at the same time as COVID kicked in. Wow. So the, mm-hmm. the complete pressure to have to show up at the office is gone. You know, I mean, obviously we, we thought we have to follow the rules regardless, but there could be that, ha- that pressure hanging over you that eventually you're going to have to go in. Well, that, that was removed and that, you know, that was a big relief for a lot of different reasons. And, um, it did allow me to, to, you know, devote some time after work to, to, 
to doing this. And, uh, you know, I set a goal for myself, just personal. I wanted to build a mini pedal. Um, you know, it's not the hardest thing in the world, but it's more difficult to fit everything in that little enclosure than, you know, than it is, a, you know, a, a regular size, mm-hmm. shall we say. So I wanted to build a one knob fuzz. You know, there were some circuits out there that I liked. Um, obviously it had to be simple, but you know, I wanted something I enjoyed. So, um, I put this thing together for myself and actually didn't call it the fact I little code it first. I had, I think I called it the one knobber jobber or something stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but then the name came to me and that's how my creative process, it's, it's usually not intentional. You know, it just, it'll come and I'll have nothing, nothing, nothing up to the last second and then something will come. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I don't know, maybe the movie was on, maybe Tommy Boy was on, I don't remember. But I'm like, fact, is that, is that like East Coast saying maybe it was on, maybe it wasn't yeah. when it, yeah. when that's just you're saying it for sure was on and don't ask any oh, more yeah, questions? Was, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you shouldn't go down her. that alley. Exactly. We don't need to talk <laughs> about that. Okay. You know, that's an area we're going to leave alone. No. <laughs> So, yeah, so I said, oh, fat guy, little coat, like, that's appropriate, because that's what it is. It's a little pedal. It's got a big punch. It's a fat guy in a little coat. This Mm -hmm. is great. That's what I'm going to call it. Still with no intention of even trying to sell it or anything. And um, I posted, I I took a picture, you know, some some pictures of it, and I posted it, I think, in the Tone Jerks uh, Facebook page. I think it was, was that page. And, like, the response was crazy. Like everybody, I want one, I want one, I want one. And I said to myself, well, you know what? Maybe this is a sign. Maybe uh, maybe I should look into this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I started, I, 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 I held back again because just of self-doubt, you know, not, not crippling, but, you know, I had never ventured out this far uh, in my life on, on something creative like this. And, um, you know, I finally decided to do it. I let the word out that I was going to make five of them and they sold in like, I don't know, 15 minutes. They were all my friends, you know, from, from the different, from the gear community. Um, but they sold and I built them. Um, the original 24 or 25 were done with Vero board. So, you know, there's a lot of labor involved in that. Um, I absolutely love doing it, but, uh, yeah, they all, they all sold and I started getting great feedback. And that was another hurdle that I, I was able to overcome that was even when I was selling them in my head, I was going oh, These are my friends they are buying them because they're my friends. But I started getting the feedback that people were digging this thing. Mm. And, um, and, you know, co- again, confidence builders. So it, it's, it's blossomed from there. I mean, that's the roots of it. And, you know, it's definitely in, Six months. It's been six or seven months now. Um, it's certainly things have certainly come a long way. How, how many models did you uh, have to go through before you said, "All right, this is ready for for anybody"? Um, well, yeah. I mean, I, again, it's based on the old color sound one knob fuzz, um, the fuzz box. Um, I've I've said from the beginning, it's a simple circuit, but it gets the job done. Um, you know, it, it's 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 not mind numbing you know, mind-numbly difficult um, circuit, but I, I love the way it sounds. So what I mean, I took that circuit and made the changes again, because this was all for me at that, at that point, I, I made 
the sound changes that I liked. Um, I'll be honest, I'm, I, I'm not the biggest fan of fuzz. It's not like I want to own all the fuzz pedals. I don't. Um, there are some that I really like and, and you know, some that I could take or leave. So my goal with it was to make it a fuzz pedal, but sort of not. Um, you know, it's got that when you, when you, when you change that, that fuzz knob, um, you know, you can, you can get it ripping and Velcro-y, but, you know, it was important to me to be able to have a little bit of versatility or as much as you could have in a one knob pedal. I mean, there's not a lot of adjustments there, mm -hmm. but, um, it was for me, it was for how, you know, how I wanted it to sound. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm a bedroom player. I, I, I got a room here in my house. I, you know, that's a pretty I good gig. You go to other people's bedrooms and play for money. I, <laughs> if if they'll pay me, I'll play anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care where it is. Um, yeah. So you know, it's like I'm I, playing for myself. I want it to sound good for me, and in this case, um, people are people are digging it, and I, and I, I I I'm over the moon about it. You know. That's awesome, man. That's really great to hear. I love that story. And I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I especially love that we're at all, uh, you know, related to that. It, that means an awful lot to us. And it's, uh, it's, it's 100% true. I mean, uh, my friends are tired of hearing me say it, but I, I, I joke that it took me until my mid-50s to find my people. And I've, I found them and I couldn't be happier. That's this so this cool. gear community, this community, the podcast community and the gear community in general is so giving. And, and you know, I know you've had other guests that have, have, have said that and they're all right about it. Everybody is so giving. Um, it, it's, there's no competition. It's, you know, someone sees, you know, let's talk about John Esteli just for a second. I mean, he's such a cool dude. Because he, you know, he immediately reached out and and offered any help that he that he could give, um, you know, and and it, the list is endless. I mean, I was able to take the pedal to the next step um, with a PCB because of Alex from Copper Sound Pedals. Um, he is one of the coolest people on the planet Earth. All right, I, I got to say that because he when I created the the 37 effects instagram page before i had the website um you know when i quote went public with it mm -hmm. it, it wasn't even a day and he private messaged me just saying hey welcome to the crew it's great to have another massachusetts builder because he's here in mass with you know 35 minutes from from where i am right you know we guys and, we all live on the same block right yeah, no, every pedal builder. It's it's like a gated community. Same <laughs> beach house. We bake apple pies for each other, and you know, borrow cups of sugar. The whole the whole thing. Right. Um. Yeah. So yeah, and he reached out, and then you know, a couple of days later, we were talking more about the pedal, and and he's you know, I said, and I used that line. I said, it's a simple circuit, but it gets the job done. And his response was, well, when you're ready to get fancy, let me know. Ah. And I said, oh, so we started talking and uh, he offered up his design services. So Alex, besides the amazing pedals that, that Copper Sound builds, uh, I mean, world-class stuff we're talking about, you know, he does do design services. And uh, I have my electronics background, Rusty, but, you know, as far as using CAD programs and such, okay, PCBs, I'm still, I'm so green, it would be five years before I could do it myself. Mm -hmm. So... I worked closely with Alex and we designed the PCB for the pedal. That's fantastic. So 
I was able to come out with the version 1.1, the PCB version, which obviously cleaned up the noise, a more robust power, um, you know, even for a little pedal just to, to cover power requirements and, and you know, uh, and, and again, to cut the noise down and such. Um, so, I mean, he's been, he's been with me every, with me, he's led me every step of the way. I mean, just because that's the, the way he does things. He's mm-hmm. such a giving person. Um, that whole crew over there. They're fantastic guys. I've gotten to hang out in the shop with them and um, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, it's funny. I was, I was in the shop, the, the, the copper sound shop the Friday before the triple graph dropped. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> because my PCBs had come in and even as busy as they were getting everything ready for that Monday release, they, he had the time for me. So I, I came to the shop so I could put together the first prototype and test it. And I, you know, they, they didn't tell me a thing. I didn't know what the triple graph was. And after spending like a couple of hours in the shop with surrounded by hundreds of things, you know, I, I it was funny. I, 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 there, I just, I avert my eyes. I didn't want to look and ruin anything for them. Um, so I couldn't tell you what it looked like when I left there, but, uh, you so know, you for them, that feel month, the palpable tension in there. I bet. I bet. Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan and, uh, and, uh, Alex were, were just working like the wind to get this stuff ready. You could tell they were excited about it, obviously. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just, I, 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 I could not do this interview without mentioning how integral they are to, to where I am as small as it is, but how giving they are as people. And, uh, you know, it's just a cool thing really is. That's fantastic. I love hearing that. Uh, so you, you've got the fat guy and little coat pedal out there and you are, I'm assuming you're thinking of new things. Yeah. Yes, I am. Um, I'm shooting for, well, I had originally talked about the end of this month, but that ain't happening. We're not even close, but, uh, <laughs> end of February, early March, um, I'm, I'm going to be doing a travel boost. Um, for me, it, it's the next logical step again. It's, it's a tried and true circuit, but I'm going to do, I'm doing my take on it. Um, and so, yeah, again, you know, I'll be working with Alex on the PCB version of that. Uh, we're going to go right out of the gate with PCB. I'm not messing with Vero anymore. It's just too time consuming and unreliable. Right. Uh, so yeah, the, uh, tombstone travel boost is going to be coming oh, out. You got a name. Ah, yeah, okay. there you go. I'm, oh. I'm seeing a trend here. Yeah, maybe just a little bit. You I can like tell it. with the movies, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Tombstone Trouble Boost, it may, it will definitely have a Huckleberry nod on it. Um, ah. Because that is my favorite line from that movie. Oh, it's everybody's favorite line from it's that movie. But, um, that's my that's my text notification. <laughs> it's for been, real? It's been, oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my rad. text notification is I'm your Huckleberry. Um, <laughs> so, there will, will definitely be a very direct nod to that on the pedal. Um, but yeah, the tombstone trouble boost, um, it won't be a mini, it'll be a, a, a regular size pedal could be an odd size, an odd shaped, tra- more trapezoidal, but, uh, uh, something that'll still fit on your pedal board. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, a, a 125 style enclosure, but maybe in trapezoid form, wow. uh, just to make it a little bit different, but it'll have that movie, you know, reference form factor. Um, you know, it's something that I dig obviously with the, the movie podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, that's near and dear to me. So I want to, I'm going to keep that theme and, and have them all tied together. So outstanding. 
Yeah. Man, fantastic. Uh, and right on the heels of, of a recent, you know, pretty recent release. That's, that's great, man. I'm very excited for you. And, you know, anytime anybody f- like really locks into something, they're like, Hey, this is, I love doing this and it's going pretty well. It, it's exciting to hear regardless of what you're making. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, it's fun. It's still fun for me and it's not even close to not being fun. Um, so I want to keep doing it. Why not? You know, I, it's nice to have, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of cash coming in from the side. It's not a lot, but you know, I will obviously never quit my day job, but you know, it, again, it's fun. It's, there's no pressure. And, uh, so I, I, by the way, well, I, I work in a, a technic, I'm in a technical field. Um, you know, I'm a solutions consultant for a large uh, copier company. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's enjoyable. You know, again, it, it allows me, I, 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 I service the whole East region or, you know, my, my crew, they're not my crew, they're coworkers. We service the whole East region. So that's why I can work remotely, which again is a, is a benefit Great. for me. Um, you know, because everything we're doing is, we talked about zoom calls earlier. I mean, every yeah. day is a zoom call, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. Now, um, we're going to scoot on over to the door across the hall. Um, and I just wanted to find out from your perspective, just, and you, you've kind of touched on it a little bit, so you don't have to retread an area that you don't want to, but, um, and obviously, you know, Tony and Jared jump in at any point in time here. Um, but I think we'd like to hear from from you as as an enthusiast. Okay. I'd, I'd kind of like to hear who his favorite guitar knob is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. I love right. you all equally. Are you kidding me? I love every one of you. Though I do have to say, my daughter has a cat named Tony, and of course, he is Tony Baloney. Ah, uh, yeah. nice. Uh, His who, real okay, name pajamas but we we do call him tony baloney as well (laughs) let let me let me rephrase tony's question who would you rather be stuck in a cross-country trip in a mini with (laughs) yeah that's not fair who's responsible for uploading this podcast (laughs) Uh, let me put it this way who would you rather be stuck in a brazilian steakhouse with there you go. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but if I wanted to eat anything, it couldn't be with Jared because there'd be nothing left. Yeah. There. So, <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so uh, anyways, back to the totally unridiculous side of things. All right, Doug, as a listener of not just our podcast, but many other podcasts, cajoling and communicating with many other people in the guitar community, can you share just like kind of a pulse of how you feel about the community and things that you're experiencing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to understand that, you know, so I I played guitar back in high school, you know, the, the garage band, uh, you know, we had our band Anthem. That was my crew. Uh, we were rush fans, obviously. Um, (laughs) and then I, I, you know, I, I, I lost touch with the community, but even back then, you know, pedals really weren't a thing. I mean, I, you know, I had my, my son SL260 and my, you know, knockoff Gibson Les Paul, and you turned it up and turned the gain up, and that's. I thought for a second you that you that you named your kid SL260, and I was like, what? <laughs> my son, yeah, I have my son SL260. I was like, wow, you are dedicated. <laughs> we, got a, we got a prog metal band together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I got back into things, um, 
it, it was all and still is all new to me, you know, and that's what these, the podcasts, your podcasts, and, and again, the tone jerks and, and the tone control and the flipping flippers. And I could list them all the, 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 the people that I love, but it helped, it opened the, it opened a world to me. <laughs> that's what, that's what you guys, you guys, good, bad, or otherwise are responsible for where I am right now. <laughs> my my wife might think slightly differently about that than I do, but, um, you know, you opened a world to me and, and, and that world continues to expand from week to week to week with the things that you guys bring to light and the people that you have on. Um, again, removing myself from, from the, the builder part of it. Um, just the knowledge and, and again, that world that's open to me because of the folks that you have on. And they're also so interesting and just, you know, fun to listen to. It, that's been the most important thing to me. You know, um, I started listening to podcasts in general at a time when I needed to, to have distractions in my life to, in order to refocus, let's say. And, um, once I got into the gear podcast, it just, you know, everything fell into place. So, I mean, that's, that's, I don't know. That's what I got. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm glad that, uh, you know, you are, it, it's causing you to explore. It's causing, I mean, that's one of the reasons that I like doing this because I get exposed to somebody, some new builder uh, all the time. And that leads me to another, to another, to another. So, yep. um, it's, exactly it's pretty it. fun. Um, yeah, it is. It is. So I'm going to hop back over the hall really quick and because I did have an, uh, a question for you. Um, and again, Tony and Jared, uh, if you have, if you want to jump in, please just butt in. Don't let me get in the way. <laughs> You're always in the way, Todd. I know. Um, I did want to find out like, okay, as somebody who decided, you know what, I'm going to roll my sleeves up and do this for anybody that's listening out there who might have been in your former position. Mm -hmm. What would you say to them? Uh, again, my, you know, I, I mentioned it earlier is, um, I don't even want to classify it as self doubt, but just, you know, it, it's a natural human instinct to, to, you know, a lot of times to be afraid to take that leap. And that's the thing I think is most important. If you're able to, you know, take that step over the line and, and start doing it, you're going to open up that world for yourself as well. Um, you know, in a practical sense, start with some kits. I mean, there are a million of them out there. Um, so, you know, start with a kit. You got to practice soldering. Um, we talked about John Esterly earlier. He's got a, I think he's still selling them. He's got some, some practice PCBs that are just for soldering components into, to get used to the process of, of soldering. So, you know, get that to where you're comfortable, but don't be afraid. If it doesn't work, you know, there are a million YouTube videos and a million communities on Facebook um, that can help you troubleshoot the stuff. But honestly, if it doesn't work for the cost of a kit, move on to the next one mm -hmm. until you get it. And then uh, the, the satisfaction and the joy that I had when, you know, I put a kit together and it worked was, and I mean, that's immeasurable to me. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, that's it. Find, focus on things that you like. If you don't like fuss pedals, don't build a fuss pedal. You know, if, if you, you know, don't like an overdrive or don't like, you know, modulation, don't do those. Do Build something you like. Build things that you like. Um, 
a big hurdle that I overcame was moving from the kits. Once I was comfortable building a kit with a PCB, I did move to the Vero builds because there's more freedom there. Once you start to understand, you know, how circuits are, are built and such. Um, and it's a little less paint by number. Um, did, did you have you, a resource you that you go. really counted on to, to help you breach the, uh, that gap? Yeah, stompbox.org. I, I I hope I'm saying that that website correctly. Um, it is a huge, vast library of Vero builds of uh, existing pedals. Um, if you, it's funny if you go into Google and you search, you know, uh, let's just say, you know, cattle and bread, dirty little secrets schematic or Vero, it's going to come up. If you look in the images, there'll be a hundred pictures of one, and every one of those is going to point you to that website because that's that's like the base it's like the bible for for those kind of builds and and again i feel awful i don't know the, the gentleman's name who runs the website but there are whole sections on troubleshooting there are sections on the tools you need there are sections on where best to buy the components you need there are sections that he, that you know they break down how to properly wire the foot switch or for, you know, different styles of, of wiring for the foot switch. And how do you, you know, in general, wire a board? Um, it covers from A to Z. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that, again, that's the, that's the encyclopedia for getting into that world. And uh, I couldn't have done any of this without that. There's no question. And that, you know, that raises a, a just a really high issue of, of just how, how much, respect you have to have for some of the the, the people who started uh, making things without all of these resources who you know just played around made it work and I mean today it is so much easier than it was even 10 or 15 years ago to to try to find information I mean even on YouTube I mean if there's something an appliance that needs fixed at home, Chances are you put in the name and what's wrong, you, there'll be a video to show you how to fix an appliance. And then with all right. the things here for, you know, for effects pedals and even, you know, working or modifying your guitars. It's, it, it, it's just, it's, it's incredible. But I think, yeah, I, I mean, myself, I have a great deal of respect for the, for the founders that, that started all of this stuff that, you know, that, that didn't have all those resources. Completely agree with you. I mean, and it's it's absolutely true. I mean, you have the, you do have the world at your fingertips um, with the web. You know, it, it, the the web the web gets a lot of crap, but um, you know there are a lot of great things on the internet as well. And if you focus on those, you you can you can accomplish a lot. And real quick, I just I just looked it up. It's tagboard effects uh, is what you want to look for. Tagboard effects dot blogspot.com um and that's where everything it's it's great because it's broken down by uh the type of of effect whether again whether it's a, a boost or a distortion or a fuzz and then it's also broken down by original manufacturer so mm. you can find anything that you want there and, and again the the assistance it's set up like a forum as well so that you can post questions and everybody jumps in and, and answers the questions for you you know it, it's um, it's fantastic. Again, like I said, how giving the community is in general. Um, and you know, the, the stuff there goes back to like 2010, you know, is when they, they started this. And that goes to what Tony just said about the, the pioneers and the, the start of it all. I mean, so you've got 11 years worth of, 
of, of build information on this website. And then, you know, and, and there are a ton of other websites as well. Once you start exploring DIYstompboxes.com. There's another, yes. like, yeah. um, it's almost like, yeah, it's like a folder based kind of scenario. Exactly. Exactly. No, I mean, the, the websites are no frills, but you know, why that doesn't matter. I mean, the information is all there. The information and the knowledge is there. So, um, that's definitely how I got my start. And look, I'm still at the very beginning of this. I mean, you know, I, I've, I have so much to learn. You know, I mean, I started with a simple circuit. My second build is going to be a fairly simple circuit. And I'm, you know, I'm starting to grow, but, you know, I, I want to focus on what I know and then and, and build from there and grow from there, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm no expert, not by a long shot. I, I, I have more questions than answers by a lot right mm-hmm. now but i'm fine with that you know i'm comfortable with it so you know one thing i want to point out and this i think i'm going to direct this maybe squarely to the super duper experienced ones the guys that have been in the game for a long time people that we've had on the show that are well established most of which who are doing what you said as far as like helping and sharing information but the thing is that anybody that's coming up in anything, if you get a hand down to help you, you are so much more ready to forward that at a quicker rate. So it's kind of like the math on that. Somebody way up high reaches down. And it took them a long time to get there. But the person that you just reached out to is going to be able to forward that faster so yes. fast. And then the next person after that is even faster. So it's like this, this really crazy math thing of, of forwarding goodness, you know? <laughs> yes. No, it's, it is, it's, it's definitely a very pay it forward. Uh, Tony's shaking community. his head. Just like, God, Novak, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Say the word. I know Stop. he is. <laughs> I know everybody bears with me as I jumble for. I believe you're looking for the term geometric progression. Thank you, uh-huh. Tony. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah that. that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, well, uh, it's been really fantastic talking with you, Doug. And, uh, you know, as you know, our door is always open to you. So, you know, we expect to hear more from you uh, in the future. And Well, I, I can't thank you enough. I mean, I, I, I'm fanboying big time. This is crazy <laughs> for me. No, seriously, it is. I mean, and, that, and again, it goes back to the community, the fact that I've, you know, I've had conversations with a lot of the people that do the podcast that I listen to, you know, now that I, I, I've become a little known. And, and even before that, they were always willing to have a conversation on, on Messenger or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's been fantastic. But this is a huge, uh, a huge thing for me. Like I've been telling people for weeks, <laughs> I, I'm doing this because I'm so excited about it. Oh, so that's fantastic. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you, that you want to get out? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I definitely, if you don't mind, I need to talk about the podcast real quick. Please. Um, these are also relative to me. It's funny because the the whole thing started a year ago, uh, last Christmas, the, the flip and flippers do a, a, um, a budget pedal secret Santa, uh, every year. And you know, the, the stipulation is when you get your pedal, you're going to open it you know, you're going to either Facebook live or at least record posted on, on in the Facebook group. So a year ago I got my pedal and I did it. And I don't know, like five of the people in the group are like, I need to do a podcast with you. I need to do a podcast with you. And I have no idea why. Um, <laughs> I joked that I had convinced myself after, you know, 15 years of living up in new England and ex New Yorker that I lost my accent. But then when I listened to that, that video back, I'm like, Oh my God, it's still there. I'm still a New Yorker. And uh, 
so yeah, so I, I am part of a couple of podcasts. Um, one I just recently became, I was elevated to a uh, permanent co-host, which thrills me. Um, nice. The Just Surprise Me, yeah, the Just Surprise Me podcast. Uh, you've had Joe O'Rourke from Like My Pedals on the show. Um, so, so Joe and uh, R.J. Smith and, and Will Lehu, they they were running that show. Mm-hmm. Um, they had me guest on it so many times. They they just decided to let me show up every week. So <laughs> I still don't know why. But, um, familiar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not everybody's cup of tea. Um, you know, we joke about it being sort of a crap show, but, um, you know, to put it nicely, but it's a fun, it's a fun time. It's four guys just chatting about stuff, you know, um, pop culture or, you know, we do topics every week and it's just, it's a great time. Um, it's definitely not a family podcast, like I said, but you know, there's still enough people out there that dig that kind of stuff. And I would definitely invite you to come listen to it. So that's just surprising me. Right on, right on. Another podcast I just started, or I was asked to, to work with again, Joe O'Rourke and um, Eric Pabone. Uh, the three of us do Masters of the Cinematic Universe. So we do a deep dive. We're, I think we're nine episodes in now. Uh, we do two episodes a month because watching movies and taking notes takes a long time. Yeah. So we could not do it weekly. Um, so we do two a month. Um, we do deep dives into movies. Um, We've done, you know, we started with Goodfellas, so we'll do the blockbusters. Mm. Um, we did a little known movie called Big Trouble. Um, we did Mars Attacks, just to show you. You mean the Big Trouble in the, Little China or just Big Trouble? Oh, no, I wish it was Big Trouble in Little China because that's also, say, top 20 for me. No, this is just called Big Trouble. And again, don't feel bad for not knowing it because it was a crappy movie. <laughs> And, you know, we'll, we'll tell it like it is. That's the thing. You know, it's, mm-hmm. we're not going to sugarcoat anything. We'll tell it like it is if it's a good or bad movie in our eyes anyway. Um, but yeah, we've done Ghostbusters and Halloween and, you know, we, we've done sort of a theme for the, the time of year sure. and we're having a great time with it. Um, I love you know, that. I'm excited about that. Cause I am, I am a movie nut when well, it goes I, like the deep, the deeper stuff, you know? So yep, exactly. And, cool. yeah, and that's what it is. We, we do the, the deep dive. We try to dig up as much trivia as we can. Uh, we don't just go to the IMDb page and pull a trivia from there. We're, we're, we're all doing our homework. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it turns out that every, every episode we each bring some trivia that, that the other two haven't, haven't heard. That's awesome. Um, so, and you know, I'm glad you um, told me about that because I did, I wasn't aware of that and that's exciting. Yeah, no, it, it's a it's a fun time. I'm really having a really having a good time with that, um, with the podcast thing in general. I think you know it's a great way to to have fun and to you know to get some thoughts out into the world and and mm-hmm. you know express yourself. So I mean, you guys obviously know that. So you know, definitely. Yeah. And I, as I've said, you you have an open invitation if you want to do an episode. You I'm tell on. Me. You send me the invite, or how do All I right. do that? I want I want on. No, you you just hit, hit me up with an email. Okay. When you, you if you have a movie you want to do, um, just check what we've done, and we'll absolutely get it on the list. And uh, we'd be thrilled to have you. We'd thrilled to have any of you, all three of you. That's cool. Not, man. Not, maybe not at the same time, but no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah, it would be a party. But yeah, absolutely. We that that'd be like the best if you wanted to do that. The guys they be over the moon oh cool to, to that, so well this has been a heck of a lot of fun and we'll have to do this again we're gonna mosey on over to uh jared's part of town uh, that's right ladies and gentlemen we've reached the point 
of which I sing a little ditty that goes like this. Would you rather? That sounds oddly like mail call. (laughs) (laughs) Oddly sounded like that. Yeah, but that was so sweet in my ears to hear that live like that. That's great. (laughs) Uh, This week is very interesting. And it's it's one of those, you got to choose the worst of the worst, the better of the worst type of the thing. So you're at grandma's. And she gives you, you know, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks because we're back in the 80s. And she says, there's a a guitar store down the street. And there's a couple, you know, there's there's some guitars in there for you to choose from. And and you get to buy one of them. So you're all excited. And grandma gives you the money. And and it's all in ones, too. So you get money (laughs) and you go down to the store. And you walk in, and like it, it's like there's only a couple of guitars on the wall that, that you could afford at that point. Number one would be a double-cut telly. Now, that's one that I don't think I've ever seen before until you guys actually say, well, double-cut telly. And I'm like, really? And I looked it up. So you, you there's a double-cut telly on the wall. Or there's a Dan Electro Longhorn. And you guys need out there that are playing this, you need to at some point look up what that looks like. Ew. (laughs) I mean, unless you like that, that's kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for those. Tom Tom Petty can get away with playing that. So I'm just, you know, saying. Yeah. And then the, then the, 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 the telecaster double cut. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird one to wrap your head around. Eh. Because it's it's like I I'm seeing a Telecaster, but I'm not seeing a Telecaster. So make sure I, you yeah. look that up. Yeah, the first time I mean the first time I saw it, you know, I was like, oh well, yeah, there it is. But I'm I'm not gonna. That's a thing. Say anything more about it? Mm. So. <laughs> well, I'm I know that we will all say enough about these things uh, when we go around the horn. So Tony Baloney, why don't you kick us off? And we'll check in with uh, Jared and uh, then over to Doug. Well, between the two of these, I mean, to me, the double cut telly is an insult to the. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> it's, it's an insult. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think that it's it's kind of. Uh, uh, I mean, w- the, the interesting thing is it's almost close to like a, a Les Paul double cut. Yeah, uh, that's an insult. Shape, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a telly to me should be a telly, and and so I, I I'm just just not a fan. Now the the Dano Longhorns, I I you guys are going to laugh, but I actually like those guitars. Well, you like weird guitars. You specialize in stranger guitars. And I mean, what's really cool about those, I don't know if if, anybody here has has played them before, but I mean, there is like unlimited access to the upper frets. Um, In fact, you can can play, you know, full octaves up. I think I want to say the originals had, uh, 24 frets clear. You can, you know, uh, almost play it like a, uh, like an octave guitar if you capoed it at 12. Mm. And, 
um, so yeah, it was, I mean, you could play it all the way up. So, and you know, to me, I've got a soft spot in my heart for Danos anyhow, especially older ones, because they were just really, I mean, they're not, they weren't terribly great made guitars, but they were, you know, an invention that, that, that came out and really a, a product of inexpensive mass production of, of instruments. Um, and they've got a sound of their own. And that's kind of why I like them. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think between the two of those, I'm going to go with the Dano Longhorn. All right. Any particular finish you prefer, Tony, in the Dano oh, Longhorn? You've got to have the copper burst. Okay. Not the yeah. Paisley. No, not the Paisley. It'll be copper. So the copper burst goes from co- copper on the edges to like a creamy off-white in the middle. Yeah. No, I'm familiar. Okay. Okay. Jared? Tony may not ever speak to me again after you hear my choice. <laughs> <laughs> so the Tele double cut? I mean, to me, why didn't they start making those a long time ago? Because they came out with strats. <laughs> yeah, but th- those are uneven, you know, offset. Um, yeah. that, the Tele is, I mean, actually, I don't see anything wrong with that. It, yes, mm-hmm. it does. When you first see it, you're like, well, I guess if you fill that space in that's gone, yeah, it's going to be a, a traditional telly. But would I ever buy one? To be honest, probably not. Because I, I also like the traditional way the telly. And I agree with you guys. That just looks better than that double cut. But actually, I don't I don't see the double cut looking. I don't see it looking weird or off or just you know that bad. However, the Longhorn... I think the designer of that guitar just got bored and asked his four-year-old daughter to design something. <laughs> <laughs> like I drew it. I drew it on this piece of paper on my notes for the Would You Rather. <laughs> and it really didn't take much, you know, effort. And it still looks like the picture on the on the computer. I- <laughs> There's so many things to comment on what you said. <laughs> I traced the thing I saw, and it didn't take that much effort. So I don't like that guitar. <laughs> oh, no, Hilarious. Oh, yeah. goodness sakes. I don't like it. To just, you know, in other words, I, I don't really like the shape, and I, I would definitely go with the double cut telly. No offense, Tony Baloney. Yeah. I am not offended. All right. Oh, golly. All right, Doug. All right. Um, well, well, we'll start with the Longhorn. I've got so many things I could say about it. I'm just, just deciding what gets to the point uh, as the quickest. Um, so you look at that, you look at that guitar and just picture a, a drone's eye view of a fat giraffe. <laughs> okay. You know, so you're looking down in the giraffe, that neck, and then the, that ugly giraffe's oh, head. Yeah, okay, I see that. You're looking down out. at the giraffe. Yeah, you're looking down from above. So, but it's got to be a fat giraffe because giraffes aren't necessarily fat. <laughs> um, I mean, to to Jared's point, it's like the designers said, "How ugly can we make this and still have people buy it?" Like <laughs> they wanted to make it as ugly as possible. They da- they're daring you to buy that thing, <laughs> and and I'm not taking that dare. Um, Started out as a pet. Yeah. So the double cartelli, the way I look at it, 
it's no different than some of the paranormal or the alternate universe versions of a telly that they've come out with. It might not be the prettiest one of those, but it's not offensive to me at all. Like I don't mind it. Um, I understand it goes against the, the tradition and the, the lore of a telly, but it's not ugly. It's, it's all right looking for what maybe, it is. So. Maybe without the guard, it would look better. It's just something about that, that goofy guard that they put on them. That just looks wrong to me, I guess. On the on yeah, the- maybe if they extended it, I'm not saying you know, you know, equal on both sides, whatever the you know geometric term for that is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> equilateral. Um, but yeah, you know that on the left side, that the curve on the on the top side, the, the curve of that pick guard. It, I understand that. So we could, we could, I could, you know, what I would do is I would get it and I would have you make me a pick guard for it. <laughs> Perfect. So, so yeah, I'm going telly. That's, that's definitely mine. Absolutely. Well, you know, something that I find, I was doing a little bit of uh, look up, looking up histories on the, uh, the longhorn and that's a radical design. I mean, it is a really, really radical design. And something that kind of dawned on me, I don't know, maybe this had influence. It'd be really interesting to find out what the um, uh, what the background of that design is. But that was the first one came out in 1958. Yep. And that's also a point in time where I think, you know, the country was still somewhat enamored with like the... Um, sort of, uh, you know, everybody was starting to, was traveling like crazy. And it was the, the era of, of, uh, you know, travel and flight and stuff. So there was a lot of, um, uh, Asian influence still uh, coming out of the war. Uh, and, um, so I just wonder if that had anything to do with that. Cause it is a, it is a very not Western design or it's a very Western design. Cause it looks like bullhorns. I'm not really sure. I'd love to get some history on, on that. Uh, I will look that up for you because I have the book. It came from Neptune. Um, the history of Dan electro guitars. I will look that up. For that, you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely share that on the next, on the next show. Um, but yeah, there's just no way I could own that. There's as, and as much as I do not like the, the uh, double cut Telecaster, I just couldn't get myself to have a longhorn. Sorry. <laughs> Woof. Uh, <laughs> um, can, can we have a Bella Leica instead? Can we what? Have a Bella Leica instead? No. 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 Weirdo. All right. Well, that was a pretty good one there, Jared. Good one. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay. So we're going to shift on over to Tony Baloney real quick because he's got a few people to thank. Yes, I do. In fact, we're talking to one of them today. At this point of the show, we like to send a special thanks out to people who helped make this show possible. These are our executive producers. Now, you might be asking yourself, what is an executive producer? And how can I become one? Because it sounds like the best thing since sliced bread. Well, it is. It's better than sliced bread. I want you to go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. You can find several different levels in which you can participate, become a patron, a sponsor of this very podcast. That's right. Each 
Each level comes with a great bevy of thank you gifts, including, oh my gosh, t-shirts, barefoot buttons, stickers, picks, oh, <laughs> keychains. Did I say keychains? Yeah, keychains. do it. Say I'm it. doing it. There's all kinds of stuff. So at the executive producer level, you get all that great stuff. But there's one more th- very, very, very special thing. What is that, Jared? You get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing, and that's what I'm going to do right now. So a special, special thanks to these executive producers. Tom Barazin, Martin Cliff, John Daly, Chris Kearney, Darren Gregory, Doug. uh, uh, Who's that guy? Some guy. Doug Christ. Oh, yes. Doug Christ. Troublemaker. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Van Zandt. Ken Sayers, Brian Robison, Michael Senchuk, Stefan Lamb, Johnny Knowles, Anthony Lanthrop, John Anglin, Tyler Bray, Brad Partridge, Chris Heidel, John Esterley, Doug Gann, Justin Jones, Brett Alexander, James White, Matt Hart, Liam Martin, James Pennington, Richard Kendall, Ty Carmen, John Williams, Michael DeLucio, John Jackson, Jason Rausch, David Rando, Douglas King, Gary Cooper, Tyler Rines, and Rob Saxby. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, thank thank you. you. But wait, there's more. What? There's, there's the upper echelon of executive producers. We call them our grand poobas. These very special sponsors wear a fez while listening to the podcast. <laughs> That's right. It's they're required to. I'm sorry. They're they're required to do this. So a special, special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Mr. Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, David Kaminga, Cody Lane, Cody Foster, Sean S. Tommy Manasco, Mark Garten, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, and Tim Nowak. Thank you. Thank you, one and all. And if I haven't written, mentioned your name and you still sponsor us on Patreon, I give a tip of the fez to you, too. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very much. All right, Doug, uh, where can people find things to buy from you? All righty. Well, uh, the website's up. Uh, it's been up for a couple of weeks now. Uh, so it's 37fx.com. That's the word 30, the number 7 fx.com because i don't make it easy to find me <laughs> um yeah yeah I, I i didn't think ahead on that one but that's okay um yeah so 37fx.com um hit up my instagram page i'm i'm always posting some people think too much uh i drive me a little crazy but i love posting the custom colors that i do uh with the fat guy because that's one of the uh one of the options is custom color. So, you know, we can talk about what you'd like for enclosure color and graphics and all that stuff uh, makes it fun. So hit up the Instagram for a lot of, a lot of pictures of that stuff. Um, and then masters of the cinematic universe on your favorite podcatcher and just surprise me. You can find those two and give them a listen. Um, you, on the just surprise me, you don't want to know what we make you do. The fezes are easy. Okay. <laughs> if you have a Patreon member on that show, we're not even going to talk about what we make you do. All right. Oh my goodness. Um, and just so you know, for uh, for listeners of the podcast, uh, for the foreseeable future, if you use the word uh, the code word guitar knobs on checkout, you get fifteen percent off. What? Nice. Yep. That's Ooh, sweet. Outstanding. 
Yes, I'm happy to do it. Uh, I want to help a great group of people. Um, I mean, there, there's actually quite a few fat guy owners in, in your uh, in your Patreon list. On, on, on so oh, cool. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, a lot of lot of lot of names. That, well, there's a lot of friends on that list, but there's also a lot of people I know who've bought one. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, for anybody else who hasn't, use use guitar knobs, fifteen percent off. Right nice. on. Thank you so much. That is very generous, and that makes it a nearly impossible pedal not to buy. Everybody. Tony Baloney. Why don't you just go over to, to pickguardian.com? You can find some of the things that I do. There's some stuff that you can order right off the website, but a lot of what I do is very custom and it's best to contact me directly. Uh, Doug, we did, didn't we do a, a one yes. of the yes. calls in, uh, in, yep. I think it was the, Red uh, Double Cut Tribute. Uh, yep. Yeah. Did a nice, uh, beautiful Red Perloid on yeah. my previously just black on black. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. We did a red purloin on a on a double cut. Yep, black yeah. double cut. Yes, oh, nice. Yeah, very cool. Oh, it's hot. Yes, it's hot. Yeah. Go to the, go to the Instagram, Todd. Go to the Instagram. You got to dig a little deep, but it's there. I feel like I. It's there. Yeah, okay. You should have done that, but no. If uh, just shoot me an email, let me know what you need. It's uh, uh, you can go a link on the website or just go to info at pickguardian dot com, and uh, just let me know what you need. I'll take care of you, Jared. Well. If you got a new pickup, old pickup, any kind of pickup that's broken, send it to Brandon Wound Pickups to have repaired. Go to BrandonWoundPickups.com. Uh, I sell new pickup sets, new pickup sets that look old. Uh, if you got an old Gibson uh, Les Paul Custom 1977, which is the year of my birth, and the pickups were robbed out of it years ago, to put in hotter crummy pickups and you want those gone, let me know. And I will build you a pair that look like they belong with the T's on the bobbins. I do all sorts of cool restoration stuff like that. Brandonwallpickups.com. And I got a set, I got a set of 59s in my FBSG and, and nice. they are outstanding. Right. They and that's so good. And, and you all absolutely very cool. Unusual things too. Don't you? I do. (laughs) (laughs) Wide range. Take it away, Jared. (laughs) I know, right? Wide range. I have uh, Jazzmaster pickups. Um, And I can pretty pretty much do uh, aftermarket anything. Just let me know what you're looking for. And if you want something special done with it, I can do uh, humbuckers inside of a a dog ear P90 cover. All sorts of weird stuff like that. Nice. Pretty cool. All right. Well, thank you, Jared. Uh, You can shoot me an email, Todd at theguitarnobs.com. You can also DM me on Instagram at guitarnobs. We would love to hear what's going on in your music world. Um, You want to just share your thoughts on a show um, or any of the guests that we've had on, including our friend Doug here. And uh, anything that you sent across to, uh, you know, I can direct to the other chaps. uh, I will absolutely do so. So, we thank you all for listening. Uh, humongous thanks to Doug for making a great pedal, for supporting our show, and for being on the show tonight. My pleasure. It was such a great time. Awesome. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic guitar week and subscribe. Yeah. Tony, Doug, you guys want to do this? No. Oh, yeah. It comes out. It's funny. Jared. <laughs> <laughs>
man. You just put it on the plate, put it in a micro, and then eat the food, and then you're hungry all day. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how the diet works. Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I've I've been told I have a great face for radio. Yes. Yeah, me as well. What a world. What a world. Uh, Did you eat all those cookies? Exactly. I gave half of the cookies away. What? I eat, we put actually, them in the freezer. What's wrong with you? Give them cookies away. <laughs> well, you I got Jared cookies, over here starving on his on his. <laughs> and you're giving them you're giving them away. I'm the master blaster. <laughs> drink another shasta. My voice sounds good because it has to. What there was bologna? no bologna. That's not bologna. No, I you so were so getting see, them so Wow, they sound expensive though. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> But it still tastes good. It, there's still fat and cheese and stuff like that, right? Um, yeah. But it's it's a little different than paleo. But you're well, just getting two rid of your of food carbs. groups. Did you eat the bologna? Yes. Okay. Let's start over. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Take three. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at the for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs